Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling every week. I'm your host, Scott Narver. Hi! How are you? Are you well? Well, uh, me, I'm a little frazzled. Thanks for asking. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's been, a, it's been a, a silly, silly crazy week um, with this last hour being absolute madness. Um, I was set to come here, record, do all that goodness. I had a flat tire. Flat tire. Boom. Knocked me out of commission one mile away from Curtain Jerks headquarters right here in Los Angeles. And uh, it's changed everything. I thought maybe the tire could be fixed. Maybe something could happen. Repo Man was there and I'm like, get, don't mess with me anymore, Repo Man. I know what's mine is yours and what's yours is yours or however it goes. Get away from me. Don't, don't fuck with me today, Repo Man. I got a flat tire. Take the flat, it's fine. There's a nail in there, which is considered a road hazard, not, not covered by a warranty. You know, it's a bummer, and then the tire's all messed up. But there's a friendly driver across the way who had gestured like, Hey, your tire's flat! The second I pressed on the gas, like, it is completely flat from this moment. I guess I was driving on it as it was starting to go. It didn't feel it. Got a very low-to-the-ground car. Should have felt it, but bam. Just instant flat tire. Uh, so that was a bummer. Get here to the studio. The device that I record on, because I'm a tactical uh, dummy dumb, <laughs> batteries are dead. Uh, went from like two bars out of three to nothing and it's flashing. Hey, you ain't got no batteries. So uh, producer Phil Ranta doesn't know that out of his Game Boy Advance, we got new batteries, everybody. Sorry, Phil. Suck it, buddy. Uh, so yeah, that's that was uh, leading up to today. It's just been difficult and frazzling, just those things that, that get in your way. Like, just as you're about to do this thing, you go, all right, I'm right. Oh, son of a bitch. This thing's now broke? Hold on. Cars, recorders. The universe is telling me I shouldn't be recording right now, but I say F to the U, I'm doing it. And I'm doing it right now. So, told you last week, you thought I had a bad week. I hope your week has been good. I hope it's been great. I hope if you're a fella that likes boobs, you've seen boobs, like real life boobs, not just internet boobs. They're always there for you, which is great. Uh, and if you're a lady and you like the boobs, I hope you've seen boobs. Just boobs are great. They, they perk up the day. I saw one the other day. I saw a boob pop out. It was great. I'll, I'll tell you that story real quick. We'll get to wrestling, I swear to you. TNA Impact, all that stuff, I went. So hold on, boob story, okay? Um, Went to a place called Jumbo's Clown Room in Los Angeles, a very unusual place. It's a not strip club, strip club. The girls there dance uh, on the pole, do acrobatics, crazy stuff. It's all about the show, and then guys and gals, plenty of gals, throw money. They throw dollar bills. One guy had a, a dollar bill gun I'd never seen before. Just launches them out there, makes it rain. Uh, the machines are taking over for making it rain, guys. Ugh, what a time. And um, one girl was dancing and doing pole stuff, and uh, a boomy popped out. So that was a highlight, and she didn't notice for a little bit. And no one's going to go, excuse me, miss, your breast is out, and it's upsetting all of us. So anytime you get to see a surprise boob is a good, good time. So I went to Orlando this past week. I am, I am operating on very little sleep. 
from this entire trip. I uh, am very sunburnt. If uh, you've seen any of the pictures or perhaps with Fox Compadres or that stuff, there's filters on everything through Instagram and all that, but I am very, very burnt on my shoulders and my face and my good old redneck because I'm from Texas. So um, we did that. Uh, Dale Rutledge and I from Wrestling Compadres Slamcast, we went down to Orlando where everybody's saying, oh, TNA's done. They're not going to do Bound for Glory. It's not going to happen. There will be no impact tapings beyond that. The company's folding up. They're getting bought out by WWE. They're buying up the library. They're going to shut it all down. They're going to hire Matt Hardy. And all this is going to happen. None of any of those things that are quote-unquote reported have occurred. <laughs> Everybody else was wrong. It's been wonderful because TNA is still going. Strong? I'd like to say so. I don't know so. I don't know what's going on truly internally. All I know is from everybody I met, everybody who I had the privilege to talk to and meet, um, everybody is incredibly positive, which on this show where, you know, I speak honestly with you, it's a little shocking. You think you'd meet somebody who's like just constantly rubbing their forehead, pacing back and forth and going, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What's going to happen? Uh, I chose the wrong time to quit smoking and then puffing away, puffing away. No, everybody's in good spirits. Everybody's excited. Uh, everybody is fully aware that all the excitement that was uh, leading up to Bound for Glory was all due to the Hardys. Everybody knows like, yeah, everybody's watching right now. And people, people were great. Got a chance to do some interviews, which you can check out on Wrestling Compadre Slamcast all week. Uh, Al Snow was the featured episode right from the top. And my God, that dude's just so funny. We had him on the show a long while back when Steve and I went to WrestleCon. Please check out that episode as well. Um, he is just constantly hilarious and funny, quick-witted. I know there's all those Al Snow jokes uh, via Mick, but man, Al is sharp as a tack. And whether he's got all these lines loaded up, ready to go, I don't care. <laughs> They're all funny, and we talked extensively about swim diapers. In case you're curious, I'll give you a little context. The pool that, uh, at the hotel that Dale and I were staying at had a sign next to the pool, if you need swim diapers, please alert us and we'll provide them for you, uh, which you got to think is amazing on a vacation, because that is a place endorsing... <laughs> For a fully relaxed vacation, if you would like a swim diaper to put something on your body, please come in the pool and shit comfortably. Just, just shit. Just come on in. The water's heated. It's Florida. It's a little swampy. And you have a good time and kids are yelling. Be like, ah, I just want to relax. Just lay back and just, just mess yourself. It's fine. You got a swim diaper. And then head on over to Universal Studios for some Halloween Horror Nights with your shitty swim diaper. We'll have a good old time. So we talked about that a lot and how that is, that is a, a wonderful moment to say that out loud in my life that I talked with Al Snow about swim diapers and I laughed a lot. I almost needed a swim diaper. That's how much I was laughing. So that was great. Rockstar Spud, Robbie E., Tyrus, Bram, and Moose. So we got a chance to talk with all them. All those interviews 
are there. Go check that out. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. iTunes, all that good stuff. Find it there. Um, and it was fun. It was the first time. This was weird. This was super weird. So, you know, we you've seen the Impact Zone on television. So it records inside of a studio in Universal Studios in their back lot. So, you know, it's it's a production. It's not just a theme park. Like Universal Studios in Hollywood and in Florida have all these studios to shoot in. You know, movies are made there. TV shows are made there. Special effects shots. Like all this stuff of just these big, essentially warehouses, but they're studios where you can go in, do whatever you got to do. You know, you build a set, you build a thing, you go in, you get the cameras and you do all that. And Impact now for a while has had a studio. I guess from time to time when they're off or they shoot in bulk, they'll have something else come in, shoot some stuff, they tear it down, put in something else. Like Lucha Underground would basically have the same thing, except the warehouse that they tape in, they don't do anything else. It just stays that. So it's a pretty cool setup. From a logistics standpoint, it's great to just have a home base and do that. So when we go up there, you know, I'm already a little worried um, to go to a place. I'm still not comfortable with this, guys. I still think I'm a fraud and a sham where I walk up. I'm like, hello, two, four. I don't really know what to say. No one gives you a line of say this. When you go up to security, say, hello, I'm here for TNA reporting. I'm with Fox Sports. Uh... My name is Scott Narver. Can I come in, please? And talk to Matt Hardy? Can I meet Matt Hardy? He's broken. You know, no one knows what to say, and I don't always say all the right things. I don't say all the right words, so I probably went like, Hi, um, I'm supposed to talk to uh, the TNA people? I'm, I'm, I'm press. And they're like, what the, what are you talking about? Give me your ID. Let me look up on a list to see what kind of an idiot showing up back here. So we get in, we do that, and then we meet some people, and uh, we're in between the studio of where the impact zone is and where the, like other studios that they've converted for Halloween Horror Nights. Because in the park in Florida, they got so much space for these things, they just you know spread out all over the park and make you walk everywhere. So we were next to the Walking Dead Halloween Horror Nights maze, which is incredible. If you haven't listened to this in time and head on down to Florida, or if you're already there, Lockhart Brothers, hello. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all your hospitality. Um, you go there, you walk through the maze, dumps you out, but TNA's right there. So there's a whole catering area for the Walking Dead performers and for Impact, which is great. Like, as a performer, having done movies and shows and theater stuff like it makes sense that there's just a pool of performers that are there and food to have and for the crew and all that while everybody else probably be like Puh, oh, TNA's going down the drains they got a shared catering with other performers no that's a regular thing and it's funny it's great to see like oiled up dudes <laughs> and wrestling tights and then zombies like all grabbing cookies and eating and um but the, the Halloween Horror Nights people are starting, so they're like eating out of costume and then going in there, and then the wrestlers are hanging around. And there's Dale and I, just sort of off to the side at a table with our microphones, ready to record with whoever comes over. Can't really go up and go, hello, 
Would you like to come record with me? I'm doing a thing. They're busy. Everybody's busy. It's the same thing of walking up to a girl in a bar. I'm too nervous, too like, huh? oh, you're probably with somebody. I don't wanna, I don't wanna bug you. Uh, you carry on with your stuff over there. I'll see if I can find you online. <laughs> no, won't do it. So everybody's there. Everybody's there. Only a couple of the knockouts do I not see on the roster. But otherwise, see, um, see Gail Kim, see Christy Hemi, who we all know is there now. Uh, see a bunch of guys. See Rosemary. She's there. The only people that I don't see, other than a couple of the knockouts, um, let me see. Are I don't see Crazy Steve, and I don't see Matt Hardy. I see everybody else, and it's weird. And it's not quite backstage at a wrestling show. Like, I wasn't backstage at the Impact Zone. And I wasn't backstage at WWE, like, in the arena setting. But I'm backstage in the lot. Like, they have their own holding slash dressing room area that they're at locker room. See? That's the performer in me where I'm like, oh, they're in the dressing room getting ready. Nah, man, they're stretching. That's, that's locker room. You know, their junk is out. That's locker room. All of us were, you know, <laughs> doing Shakespeare farces. Like, no, man, we wore underwear. We didn't wear, we didn't wear no tights. We didn't, we weren't doing Tai Chi or, you know, yoga or any of that. So they're all um, going back and forth between catering and walking in the building, maybe doing some pre-tape stuff. Like, we can piece together what's going on or we can hear what people are saying. And, uh... Uh, it's weird. It's super weird. I've not been backstage, but no one's doing the booking sheet. No one's going over the finish and any of that, but we're just seeing everybody walk around. Also, uh, Billy Gunn shows up because 80% of all wrestlers live in Florida. So that's just a thing. So he shows up. He's talking to the newest knockout, Lauren Van Vanden Vanden. I forget her name. She's new. I'm learning it. So he's just talking with her and he just talks with guys that show up. I think just to show up and talk wrestling and see people and it was great. He was giving a lot of advice and you saw he was super excited and he was the first to start just talking like everybody gesturing with arms bent and moving like constantly slapping biceps, moving like they're body slamming somebody, doing suplexed moves just with their torso. If you know what I mean, like they're doing the backdrop thing, they're talking like, yeah, brother, so you go up, you do this, and then boom, elbow, and then you go back, you get that heat, you get that heat, you get that heat, boom. So they're doing all that, and it's exciting to watch. It's cool to watch the veteran talk, and the rookies, or the newer people, or whoever's around, just lighting up and having that moment of like, oh, shit, this is great. I'm getting advice from Billy Gunn, or whoever it is. And me too. I'm sure I have a terrible poker face. So I'm, I'm just elated to be all a part of this. And uh, when people come up, they're super nice. And we talk to them. And we do our interviews. And then people are getting ready for the show. People are getting in the outfits. People are doing their thing. They're putting the makeup on and all that. And we're still there. It's, it's, uh, I mean, if this were 1985, we'd had the shit beaten out of us. Of like, what are you guys doing here? You think you're hanging around this? Come on, huh? And we would have been Dr. David Schultz slapped. But we weren't, thankfully. It's a different time. And thank goodness for that. 
So everybody was cool. We go in, we see the show, we see Bound for Glory. I love it. It was great to be in the impact zone. That was fun. Um, everybody gives it shit for being small and whatever. I mean, NXT shows aren't big. Come on. They, it was so fun to be there. Like, it's recognized a lot of the fans that I've seen on TV. It's no different than Lucha Underground or WWE and all their fans. It's just a part of, it's a part of that wrestling history of these places that have had these shows. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I enjoyed being there in the crowd. And they gave us these awesome seats. So they forgot to give us seats is how Dale puts it. But I say what happened was um, they were full up. Like they had a full crowd. They had VIPs there and everything. And we were considered VIPs, which not going to lie, that was super great. Uh, we met the Harris brothers that were working there, you know, WCW and WWE, Skull and 8-Ball. Eight, eight um, that was awesome. And they're just like, hey, you guys, how you doing? It's like, oh, but want to be a fanboy right now, but I can't. I'm serious face. So I've got a button-up shirt with a Senior Benjamin t-shirt underneath. It's casual. I'm blending in. I'm blending in. No, I'm freaking out. And uh, <laughs> all I want to do is say, can I sit with Dixie Carter, please? Where is she? Her and I have a thing. She grabbed me low once, uh, but I don't. I refrain. And uh, so they take us to right next to the hard camera, and they look because I guess there were supposed to be seats there. But with all the events going on, with Halloween Horror Nights nearby, with other office buildings nearby, um, and with all the seats used up, <laughs> they look at us and go, hey, guys, um, we have to find you some seats because we're out of chairs at the moment. Uh, we already went over on the chairs that we had, but we got to find more. And that's awesome of them because technically fire, ha fire hazard reasons and all that building codes, I think they might not have, might not, should have added any more chairs, but they did. So they gave us two chairs in that sweet spot right there. Um, it was great. I could see everything. The show was so fun. Uh, Rockstar Spud killed it in the Bound for Gold match. So funny. Eli Drake was great. DJ Z was awesome. So many amazing performers. If you didn't see that show, watch that show. I'm buying the DVD of that. I had such a good time. It was so good. Kyo Kim uh, gave a very sweet speech. Um, those are the many highlights. But the highlight of all, oh my God, the Great War. The Hardys, Decay, and it was live. It wasn't all a pre-taped segment like the final deletion or delete or decay. This was an amazing hybrid where they went all out, took all chances, did so many amazing things. So it starts off, if you didn't see it, I hope I'm describing this because you've already seen it, because it needs to be seen. If you listen to the show, you know I love the fucking weird stuff that there is. So they bring out a piano at the top of the ramp. And then Rebby comes out and starts playing the piano. And she's good. She is really good at playing that piano. So she's playing it. And then Matt Hardy comes out and just starts doing the ah, and the crowd goes crazy. And then Brother Nero comes out and then they start doing delete chants and doing all that stuff. And uh, then Jeff starts to sing I fade away and classify myself as obsolete. So this is just this fucking weird 
performance thing happening. It's not all the, the, the like super overproduced stuff that WWE does with lighting and music and video. It's just them doing their thing, which is weird. And they're killing it. They come in, they do their thing. Decay comes out to that awesome Marilyn Manson song. And then the fighting begins. They're going to town. They're doing hardcore stuff, slamming each other into barricades, just brawling. And then all sides end up uh, fighting to the point where they leave the inside of the impact zone. And then the pre-tape stuff happened. The magic begins. There are fireballs. There's change of characters. There are smashing of pumpkins. Uh, there's a on the road fighting in the back of a truck. Vanguard One shows up. All these things happen. The only thing that's missing is Senior Benjamin, but I'll take it. It's fine. He can always be back later. Uh, it's it's hilarious. It's crazy. It's unexpected. It's it's wildly absurd. It's all these things that I love in wrestling, and it was so so fun. I was cheering, I was hollering, I was grinning from ear to ear. It was unlike anything I've ever seen before. I've never loved a pre-tape segment so much. And then they come back out into the ring. It gets crazy hardcore. There's barbed wire, there's thumbtacks, but it's nothing too disgusting or sick. It's just the right blend of storytelling for it. And uh, uh, Matt allows Jeff, brother Nero, to be his spot monkey self for one night only. Does a crazy dive, Swanton off the top of the ladder. They win the tag team titles, which is in the back of my mind going, oh right, this is for titles. I thought this is just to be weird and different. No, this is what the tag team titles mean. Yes, the world titles at the end of the show, but this is the real main event of the show. And it was awesome, it was so good. Uh, I, I, I was thrilled to be there live um, and it was great. It was so great. All, all the Halloween horror stuff, all the rides at Universal Studios that we did, all the roller coasters and all that didn't compare in the slightest to that. But uh, afterwards, it was fun. The Lockhart brothers that I mentioned before, uh, they're two indie wrestlers that are up and coming, came from Booker T's uh, Reality of Wrestling. They were at the show, and we got to finally meet in person. And uh, those guys are great. Go check those guys out. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll plug them on Twitter so you guys can get to know them and go check out their matches. And soon they're going to be having a pro wrestling tea store coming up. So very cool stuff. And they were, they were awesome. We hung out and then we all went to the after party of the show. And that was even weirder. That was even weirder. Seeing all the TNA guys uh, there and having a great time. And to be a fly on the wall hearing Billy Corgan and JB talking about the next things that would occur in the hardy saga oh my god uh you know i didn't believe any of it to necessarily be real they were having a couple drinks and having fun and laughing so just the ideas that they had and the excitement they had for it were just bizarre and fun and crazy and they have enthusiasm for it which it bums me out so much when fans don't when fans on forums or stuff that i read and they go Fuck TNA, TNA's dead, it's terrible. It's not. It's not. They're going strong and they want to work. They want to do stuff. They want to be entertaining. If you don't like them, don't watch them. Shut up. <laughs> Just leave them alone. Like, why 
Why spread the negativity? I don't get it. There's plenty of stuff in wrestling I don't watch, but I don't want to just shit on it. It's, it's fine. Let people exist and let them do what they want. Coming from a person that has been struggling for many, many years to figure out what to do, what works, creatively what I want to do in life and put something out there. It's just let people have it. And if you like it, throw them a couple of bucks because it's the best thing you can do. It's the best thing you can do. And uh, they're doing great stuff. And I threw my couple of bucks towards it and I was very happy to do so. And I like to spread the word about it. So it was a great, 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 great show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you haven't, you know, maybe when the DVD rolls around, maybe I'll do a giveaway. If you're interested in that, tweet it out, write it on the Facebook that you'd like to get the DVD of the show because I want to spread it around because it was great and they, they treated me very well and I'm, I'm very happy with Impact and I hope they keep going and I hope they're safe because when we were there this last weekend, a hurricane was being talked about that it was going to happen and uh, now I guess it is. It's affecting the tapings. Parks are being shut down. Um, it's just, it's scary because we're getting a lot of rain, a lot of weather. So it's scary stuff. And it's just been weird, you know, that you got, I've, I've avoided a hurricane, had a flat tire and, uh, you know, running out of batteries in the, the recorder. I just, you know, just a helping hand sometimes is what I feel like I need this. Go through this on my own is just really, really difficult. Ooh, yeah, you're right there, right there. Do you have your AAA membership card? Macho Man Randy Savage? Uh, wh wait, why are you dressed like a mechanic? Yeah, here to help you out. I've been hearing up above, yeah, that there were some problems, yeah, that you needed help. You had a flat tire. Let's see what we can do right here. Uh-huh, yeah, AAA membership card if you please, yeah. Oh, uh, hold on, let me get it right here. Tuck it back behind the ID, here you are. Okay, 0479, all right, what do we got here? What's the problem right here? Let's see, uh, taking a look at your automobile right here, yeah. It's dirty, uh-huh, yeah. You need a car wash. Well, okay, look, that's, well, Mantra Man, that's really not the problem that I'm currently having is needing a car wash. Yeah, let me write on the back right here with my finger. Wash me, aha, uh -huh, yeah, NWO, yeah, for life. Okay, you wrote wash me, NWO. I, okay, oh, very funny. Not about jokes right now, no, these are about fixing your problems, making you realize what it is that you need. And the Macho Man is here and will make you succeed, yeah. Okay, um, all right, well, yeah, well, the, the real problem right here, uh, uh, Macho Man, is that my... My right front tire is flat. They are flat, I see. Yeah, the tire is flat right there, uh-huh. Sometimes like your comedy, yeah. I've seen your improv shows, I've seen your scripts, and I've listened to this show, uh-huh, yeah. Sometimes it's flat, yeah. You need a little excitement, you need props. Here you go, I brought a whole prop trunk for you, right here, right here. Here's a sledgehammer, yeah. Here we go. And here's a, here's a Kleenexes, yeah, all over the place. You can make a masturbation jokes or something. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, I got a football helmet. Uh-huh, you could convert that. Maybe put uh, little props in there like Carrot Top. Uh-huh, very funny individual. There you are right there. Um, 
Okay, well, I again, I, I'm not really looking for help in the departments, I guess. Um, I, uh, my right front tire is flat. I wasn't referring to my comedy, but I guess uh, thanks for the critique right there, Macho Man. Yeah, no problem right there. I heard you say that you needed a helping hand. Yeah, and here it is, extending like the mega powers. Uh-huh, shake that hand right there, right there. You want me to shake your hand like the Mega Powers? Do it right now. I can't keep all of the energy and magic alone. I gotta share it with somebody. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna put my hand right in your hand. Here we go. Feel the magic now. Yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel the intensity of the Macho Man? I do. It's really intense. It's just power surging through my veins. Yeah. Feel it now. Feel it proud. Uh huh. Yeah. Are you looking for something else in your life? Look at me in the eye. Look at me in my eye. Are you looking for something else? Yeah. You know, I'd really like to find somebody. You know, seriously, like, uh, you know, everybody I worked with on the show, everybody around me, like, they're, they're, they're finding someone special in their life. They're finding love, and I want to find that too. Are you looking at Elizabeth? Wait, what? Are you looking at Elizabeth? Are you looking at her right now? No, I, what? No, you keep your eyes on me. Yeah, Elizabeth's mine right now. She is in the back of my trunk and she is mine. You do not look at her. You do not talk to her. She is mine. No, I wasn't. Wait, why, why are you locking Elizabeth in the trunk? She has been looking at gentlemen that I have been trying to help along the way. And I know how she wants to repay. No siree. She is mine all the way. And I keep her from going astray. Okay, Macho Man, this is 2016. You can't. Cannot lock a woman in the back of your trunk because you're afraid that she's gonna, you know, stray away from you. Uh huh. Let me ask you this: Do you like brunettes? I do. I do like brunettes. Aha! Yeah, Elizabeth is a brunette, and I know your intentions. Give me your wrist. Ah! You haven't let go of my hand, and you're still pulling in tight. You need help, and the help you're gonna get is to heed my advice. Stay away from Elizabeth. Stay away. Ah, God, I wasn't going to go after Elizabeth. I know you guys are together. I wouldn't ever do that. Why would I ever try and take anything away from the Macho Man? Yeah, that's right. You would not do that. Elizabeth is mine. Yeah, we got married. Uh-huh, yeah. We got a blender. Yeah, I fought off Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, do you know what that means? Ah, what does that mean? We have been through hell together, yeah. And until you've been to hell, you won't know heaven. So you, be aware of that right now. Take a look down there. Ah, what is it? As you have been crumpled up on the ground, crying like a little girl, I have fixed your tire, you are good to go. You will no longer need to drive very, very slow, uh-huh, yeah. Think about it, be about it, do about it. Macho man helping out. Scott, here you are right there, dig it. Uh, what? I. He's gone. Watch your man's gone. I don't know where he went. Uh, my tire's fixed. Oh, this is great. Ah, oh, this is great. I was, I was really concerned about this. I'm not your man, everybody. That's terrific. Huh. What a great thing. What a great thing. Hooray for the Macho Man helping me out. And, well. Guys, I wouldn't go after somebody's girl. You know that, right? If there's somebody else's girl, there's somebody else's girl, there's always somebody else out there. You can find them. Have the confidence in yourself. I kind of do. <laughs> so, it was a fun, fun trip. 
back home. I'm just looking forward to taking one day where I can just sleep a whole bunch and relax, catch up on wrestling, see what Impact Wrestling is going to be doing. Um, yeah, like I said, it was just such a fun time and uh, everybody was so cool. Um, they, it's a good group of people down there. It's nice to have that positivity. And it's strange that positivity is coming from the wrestling company and the negativity is coming from wrestling fans. I don't understand it. It's backwards. I guess I'm glad that it's that way rather than the reverse. I'd hate for a bunch of wrestlers to be hating their job and the fans loving it. And it's just hell for them to do. So it's backwards. And maybe at some point it'll all meet in the middle that everybody's going to be happy and everybody's going to be having a good time. But I can't say it enough. If you haven't been watching Impact Wrestling, check it out now because they're doing cool, cool stuff. WWE, uh, what? All their guys are getting stabbed. So what does that say? <laughs> Alberto Del Rio and Jamie Noble, get better. Stop getting stabbed. Uh, <laughs> everything else, it's crazy. There's a pay-per-view every four seconds from WWE. So there's no rest for anybody. I'm going to be watching No Mercy at some point. Um, it should be a pretty good show. I think SmackDown's rocking it over Raw at this point, but it's nice to have the competition amongst them. So that wraps up Curtain Jerks for this week, but I'm always doing more stuff, and everybody's out there who's been so supportive, I thank you for that. So uh, After Buzz TV, SmackDown Live After Show, check that out, available on After Buzz uh, YouTube and on iTunes and all that stuff. Recap in SmackDown Live every week. And then, of course, Wrestling Compadre Slamcast on Fox Sports. I'm still pinching myself. All the TNA superstars that I mentioned from earlier, they are featured on the show this week. Dale and I going through, doing our interviews there. A lot of fun stuff. And we got more to come. More guests are coming. I know a couple of them, but I can't, I can't leak it yet. They don't want that to happen. So I can just assure you there are more cool episodes coming up in the future, too. Also... On your mark, Marky Extreme, the world's greatest backyard entertainer. He's back. He's on youtube.com slash onyourmarkshow. There are t-shirts available, prowrestlingtees.com slash oymshow. Just search on your mark and you'll find all that good stuff. Uh, season two has begun production and we got guests coming on there. You know, I just happen to have the inside track. So all that great stuff and a whole lot more coming up. And uh, I got to get back home on my new magically fixed flat tire. So thank you to Macho Man. And thank you for listening. I'm Scott Narver. Enjoy your wrestling, kids.